0: Enter the Holy of Holy. This message is from Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the Anointed Word of Life. Father, we bless you, we worship you, we glorify you, we give you all the glory, all the honor, all the adoration as we commit this service unto the mighty hand. Call, Lord, come and have your way. We ask for your presence to be made manifest. We ask for you to direct. We ask for outpouring of your anointing and power. As you begin to organize our 2020, that this year your glory will be revealed upon our lives and destinies. In Jesus' name we pray. Today the Lord is taking us to the message titled, Divine Accountability. And we're taking a message from the book of Matthew, chapter 12, verses 34 to 36. And Hebrew, chapter 13, verse 17. And I read, O generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Out of the activities of what you garbage in and garbage out, activities of what you filter and retain in your hearts, out of the activities of your thoughts, what will be your day, your blessings or cause life or death will comfort. Only you can determine how you end your destiny, whether for good for bad. It is not the devil. It is not the witches and wizard. It's not the occultic agent. It is only you that will determine where you spend eternity. He said, be you not afraid of him that killeth the flesh? Be, be afraid of him that killeth both flesh and soul. Because man can kill the flesh. But man cannot kill your soul. Because the soul will always turn in judgment for good or for bad at the end our expiration of your activities on earth Yes, but the Lord told me son do you know that there are children in hell and there are children in heaven I said how would they know how to do good or do bad he said no it's a spiritual thing it's not a physical thing it's a spiritual thing a child that is about a day old two days old, three days old has angels that could be bigger than your own angel. A child that is five days old or one year old has mature spirit like your spirit. What changes is the covering you have? The covering on you grows. You think that when you go to heaven, you see by Abraham as an old man. No, you will see an old man in heaven called Abraham or John the Baptist or all these powerful prophets with No, you will see young, young people in heaven. Because what we have on earth is a covering that has to do with age, with time and season. But in heaven, there is no age limitation. There is no times and season. The nature you are, God has you in heaven, is what will be for eternity. The sheep. It says children will be held accountable for the action just as you be held accountable for your actions it's a tough process that is why you will encourage train a child in the word of the lord it's our duty because you will account for the children god has given to you you account for the sheep he has given to you as a pastor as a department head. you account for the sheep that is why in office they do annual assessment who does the annual assessment is your direct boss he does that he moves over to a higher boss They are given accounts of your activities for that year. Every year is done, assessment. There is accountability in the fiscal realm. There is accountability in the spiritual realm. It has to do with your thought process. At times we leave, anyhow, we forget that we are accountable to somebody. No matter how powerful you are, you might think you are too powerful to escape accountability. On earth, but you cannot escape accountability in heaven. Our righteousness on earth is like a future rag. That wisdom within we, we have ungodly Godly wisdom on earth is like a future rag. The supernatural determines the natural. So, what you do in this natural must be accountable in the supernatural. But it is good for you to be alive and give account of your sea worship on earth before you move out to the other side. Major chapter twelve. At five. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things. The good in you must always bring out the good that is desirous of you. An evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. Bring out a bottle of water, put it outside on the sun from morning to night. It can never change color, it remains that color. Why? Because of the context in that bottle of water. Because of the content. The content is pure. What comes out from you determines what is in you. 36. If I say unto you. That every idle word that men shall speak. They shall give account thereof. In the day of judgment. Every word. idle word. If it's not the word that glorifies the Lord. You give an account. By the words that shall be justified. And by the words thou shall be condemned the word you speak can condemn you the words you speak for good will justify you the words you speak for evil takes you to the broad way and leads to hell and destruction the words you speak for good takes you to the narrow road that leads to heaven and blessings and eternity unfortunately people they're gifted to speaking anyhow by the devil and when we want to correct them they get angry after all it is my mouth it is not your mouth they get angry after all it is my life I can live it anyhow you forget time will come you may not be able to speak with that mouth again time will come you begin science. sense. you want to talk that man that used to run like that brighter you find that that mouth can no longer talk dharma can't even eat anything they'll be looking for where to punch in your body to put fluid dharma can no longer talk you find out it's only science that body you always says my body i can use it anyhow time will come you can't even raise your finger again time will come that body used to move Autocratic grandma said that body used to move to destroy that body used to move to cause confusion, anxiety, and set fire in places. You enter into a place that is peace, you come out. That is fire. Time will come. You will be able to move one leg, a finger, because the time of accountability has come. Yes. That man they, said, they used to tell you, slow down, slow down. Your speedometer in your mind is too high. And you run it anyhow. You talk anyhow, you insult people anyhow time will come. You'll be begging to speak so that you can ask for mercy. You'll find that you can't even open that mouth again because the season of accountability has come. That man of God you insulted. Those elders you insulted. The words of elders are words of wisdom. They were trying to correct you not because they hate you. It's because what they see you don't see. What they hear you can't hear. They've lived life enough to know what is good and not what is well. And I tell my son, my daughter, take it easy. You saw them anyhow. Time will come. You give account of those things you've been saying. Time will come. They'll show you a picture. They'll show you that man of God that tried to tell you. That yes, your father brought into this earth. Biological father. But God kept another person called your father in the Lord. That will teach you how to grow in the Lord. And take you back to heaven because you came from heaven and you're supposed to go back to heaven. But you cannot go to heaven based on your own condition and account. It has to be through the people God has raised for you to guide you. Because you cannot live their life based on your condition. You don't walk in your working place based on your condition. In your family, you cannot grow based on your condition. Because your biological parents must bring down the rod on you to tell you you are going the wrong way. In your office, they must bring down the rod on you to tell you are going the wrong way. Otherwise, if you don't submit, they sack you, they suspend you, they demote you. But in the church, you get angry with the man of God, you get angry with the officers because they're telling you you're going the wrong way and you want to be uncontrollable. You cannot enter the kingdom of heaven without control. Time will come, you see the preacher TV. They show you that man of God that was telling you you are going the wrong way. They show you the senior pastor that we are telling you. They show you the brothers and sisters that were telling you. They show your parents your yeah, neighbors that were telling you you are going the wrong way. But you insulted them. You see it and use your hand to say yes. I deserve to go to hell. I do not pray that to be a portion. God of whom I hear a car. Divine accountability. Everything is accountable for on earth. Hebrew 13 verse 17. Life in its entirety is about divine accountability. God wants you to know that you will account for 2020. Hebrew 13, verse 17. Obey, obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves. Why will you submit yourselves to them? For they watch for your souls. Those that have the rule over you, that man of God, that woman of God, those pastors who have authority over you, they watch for your souls as they that must give accounts that they may do it with joy and not with grief but well, that is unprofitable for you i them there is accountability that's why our parents will only flog us in the offices there is accountability that's why when we refuse to submit to accountability we lose our jobs in the house of god there must be accountability That's why when you do the wrong thing, the man of God and his assistants will call you to order. If an assistant to the man of God, you'll be called to order too. God is not a respecter of persons. Because the worst sin on earth is for you to rise up against the institution called the house of God or the man of God. That is the worst sin on earth. And if you don't withdraw, at the end of the journey, you'll not be able to escape the judgments. Because what are you doing? you are he that does not get out with me scatters you want to scatter the business of God on earth his business is winning soon the thing you say is drawing away souls out of his kingdom his business is gathering souls the thing you are saying is hindering people from coming into that kingdom to say they say he's gathering soul. That's the number one business. It's, it's not your prosperity, it's not the marriage, it's not your children, it's not the millions you have. The number one business of God is winning souls. Yes, you police souls that God has kept built. The ones that want to come, you block them out from coming. You scatter, your former position in the house of God, and at the end of the day, you enter heaven. Which heaven? Which heaven are you entering? No matter how small the church is, you have that clique. That is the worst sin on earth. Because while alive, you have decided to go to hell. That's why you are doing the work of the devil. You become the accuser of the brethren. You have taken over the job of the devil. In the house of God, you form clique. You gossip. Your work is for finding. Why? Because the man of God corrected you. Why? Because his assistant corrected you. Why? Because they told you you are going the wrong way. Yes, because they don't want you to end up in hell. They are called to give accounts. They are called to rebook you just as the office will rebuke you by giving you wearing. They are called to rebook you just as your teachers will flog you in school. The man of God himself will flog you with the word of God until you're going the wrong way. Your only is to submit so that you make it. They are called to give accounts. Go and read the book of Ezekiel. He said when a prophet is giving a message doesn't give it to the person. And that thing happens to the person's judgment. He said the blood shall be on the head of that I As a lot of men of God do not want to give messages. They avoid giving one-on-one messages. They want to avoid persecution. No, 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 no. God did not call you to avoid persecutions. God called you to thrive in persecutions. Because your work is to correct. And in correcting there must be casualties, there must be persecution. Jesus Christ was the best, and still remains the best on earth, but he still was persecuted. Yes, it cannot be greater than your master. If was persecuted, you'll be persecuted. Yea, and all those that are in Christ shall suffer persecution. Why you run away from what will people say? They will say, let them say. But there is a day of accountability. You account for the good upbringing. You must account for the good impartation by your your parents. You must account by growing up with good characters. When your parents look at you and say, that is my son. That is my daughter. It shows the fruit in you is what is expected from you. When your parents look at you and say, I regret the day I had you. Go and sit down and think twice. It means your judgment on earth has started before getting to heaven. If your parents say I regret the day I had you and your life over it old man concerns you <laughs> whether your father it does not concern the old man that it has to do with your destiny because you will see it on that day the day your father said that that word is heavy because he has spiritual and physical authority over you as the womb that brought you into this earth say so honor the father and the mother you will account for the money your parents spent on your education. You will account for that money. You are supposed to account by obediently submitting to them and coming out with good grades. You don't know some of them deny themselves food to train you. They sold their lands. One piece of land they had, they sold it so that you go to school. And you come out from school, and God has blessed you. They say, "Oh, God has blessed you our son. One, you, you have made them proud." It's time for them to enjoy the fruit of their labor and you turn your back on them. It is a special abomination. It's written in the Bible, in the book of Exodus, in the book of Ephesians. Honor the father and the mother so that it may be well with you. It may be well. So that your days may be long. Your father is so old, your mother is so old that he can no longer come to your house and stay. The man that carries your people, the woman that carries your people. You were sick. He refused to leave you. You were still asleep. He went to farm by 5 in the morning, 6 in the morning to make sure he gathered something for you. Borrowed money to pay for your medical bill so that you'll be alive today. And today God has blessed you. You are too old to come to your house because they will mess up your house. When you were a child, they packed your mess. God, oh, my Whatever a man say that he shall reap. In your office you must account for your salary by giving back good service, submission, faithfulness in your office. Otherwise one will lose his or her position. Life is about accountability. You must account for how you use the road. If you go the wrong way, law enforcement agents will hold you. The whole account. Life without accountability could be lacking. Job chapter 4 verse 21 generation which declares that not their excellency which is in them go away. They die even without wisdom. Life without accountability is a wasted life. Will not allow you to operate in the full wisdom God has ordained for you. Life that is not accounted for is a wasted life. It could be likened to an unfulfilled destiny. Life without accountability. There is no way you can fulfill your destiny if you live without accounting for your actions of life. Consciousness of accountability makes you to assess yourself, reassess, reexamine yourself before you take actions. But without accountability, you do things anyhow. What would they do to me? Do they know who I am? Who do you think you are? I have an organ and I'm very cautious of what my organ says. I'm very conscious of how I live my life, because I have a boss I count for daily, and who I'll always account for. Even when I finish my assignment on Earth, here yeah, I will always account to that boss. Hebrew 9:27 declares, "As it is appointed that men once to die, then after this the judgment." After this the judgment. What is judgment? Accountability. Judgment is accountability. You must account. Thereof accounting. We must account for the life we have lived on earth after our journey here. It's important to prepare for this ultimate judgment or accountability. It must be a daily preparation. It must be minute by minute preparation. Hour by hour preparation. Year by year preparation while alive. You must be conscious of your activities on earth. Because the day of our exit can never be made known unto you. What is accountability accountability is the state of being accountable It's the liability to be called on to render an account it's a liability a debt that must be paid a liability that must be accounted for called on to render an account spiritually or physically everywhere there's accountability even just i will tell you even the appointed time i don't know except abba father he still recognizes there is an authority among them. He must only recognize there is authority in the home. That's how it must be accountability. The money your husband gives to you must be accounted for. Oh yes. Everything about this world is accountable. Accountability means the state of accountableness. It means being held responsible for your actions. It means being answerable for your deeds whether good or bad it will equally be the obligation by law or lawful order or an official for accurate record of properties accurate record of forms documents obligation by law life on earth is all about physical accountability life in heaven is about spiritual accountability Life on earth is about natural accountability. But when you cross this level, you find out that life up there is about spiritual, supernatural accountability. Because the spiritual controls the physical. The life we live on earth must be accounted for in the spiritual realm. Even if by our might and power we could at times avoid or escape accounting, we could avoid earthly accountability. The fact still remains that we cannot escape. We cannot manipulate supernatural accountability. Many think that money is their God. But they forget that they will account for that money God has given to them. We are in the year 2020. And of course, we must give account for this year at the end of 2020. Come with me to the book of Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. Be not deceived. God is no more. Whatever seven a man so that shall he also reap. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. He cannot smite God. 2019 is gone. Now we are in 2020. Many of us do not know that spiritual and physical accountability prevailed in 2019. As we came to the end of 2019, there was spiritual accountability. Spiritual accountability. We always look at what God has done, what he has not done you was your relationship with god at the end of 2019 did you draw closer to god in 2019 or were you far from him how was your service to god in 2019 compared to january by the time the coding for 2019 was drawn was your relationship with god better tell the woman here when 2020 what do you want to reap in 2020 what are your preparations all about? You have given God long list. What I want in 2020. Have you given God long lists of what your spiritual life must look like at the end of 2020? You don't know that what you garbage in is what you garbage out. What you sow is what you reap. That list of what you need from God must balance with list of what God needs from you. You need something from God. God needs something from you. Will not forget the ones God needs from us. We not stressing in the ones we need from God. What are you willing to trade with this 2020? Have you asked God, what do you want from me? Have you asked God? The first Paul did when he repented. He said, Lord, what will you have me do? When Matthew went and said, Brother Saul, receive thy sides. God said, I will receive your sides and you do what I want you to do. Have we asked God, Lord, what will you have me do in our relationship this 2020? Well, let's to say, God has not done this, done this, done this, done this, done this. Hannah kept on crying year in year. Yeah. Hannah needed a child, but God needed something from Hannah. Hannah needed a child, God needed a prophet. Until Hannah turned the pattern of his prayer and said, Lord, give me this child, I will give it back to you. I need a son. He didn't say give me a child. If he has said a child and a daughter comes, she won't give God a daughter because daughters were not needed to serve God as prophet then. say, give me a son. I know you need a prophet. I'll give you a prophet. And God said, that's a bargain." You have changed your pattern of prayer. This is what you want. And I need a prophet. When you give me that child, I turn into a prophet. So we have a D, Anna. And when that child came, God gave Hannah a son. Anna gave that child back to God. And God brought out a prophet from that child. And God said for you to give me a son, I will not leave you to get empty handed. He gave Hannah more children. Three more boys and two girls. God is a businessman. Number 1 of everything. Even among the evil one, principalities and powers is the head. Anything good is number 1. Say Moses Teferah I am who I am. Anything he wants is one want for good and forgive, one for bad and for bad. It's not about what we want always. What does God need from us? To, we must balance it. That's what we call profit and loss in accounting, checks and balances. It must be complete spiritually and physically. It mustn't be one-sided. Romans chapter twelve verse one and two. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. We must present our body as what? We must sacrifice our body to God. Not dead sacrifice. Not like the sacrifices where they cut their head's blood kill. Mm-mm. Sacrifice fowl, bulls, cows. Not human beings that sacrifice people. Mm-mm. But a living, that means Allah will present to say, we are a sacrifice unto you. You own us. Do with us the way it pleases you, Lord. A living sacrifice, holy. We must present ourselves holy to him every time. Acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service. That is what we are called to do on here. Two, be not conformed to this war. Reject the things of the world, enticement of the world. desires of the war. Don't live like the people of the world. Say, be you transformed by the renewal of your mind. Our mind must work in agreement with God. Constant renewal think like God, act like God, speak like God, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Let's talk about the will of God. This is what we want. Have we asked the will of God for us? We are going to account for how we use our bodies, how we use our minds, our thoughts, our destinies. Our bodies are ordained as a living sacrifice. Our bodies must be maintained in holiness. To the level that is acceptable unto God. God is demanding life of holiness, demanding from us life of righteousness, demanding from us life of godliness concerning our bodies. We are purchased with a price. We are purchased by the blood of Jesus, by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are purchased to live his life, not ours. We are not purchased to defile our bodies through immorality. We are not purchased to defile our bodies through flesh, through carnality. We must not defile or pollute our 2020 through defiling our bodies because our God is holy and we are commanded to be ye holy. No, you know that our body is the temple of God and the spirit of God dwells in you. You ever defy the temple of God? A lot of things we do, when we do the wrong thing, we carry strange spirits into our bodies and lives and destinies. And those spirits begin to haunt us, begin to haunt our destinies, begin to haunt our stars. This is year 2020. We must desist from it to live an immoral life. So that we can account where due to and So that what we will expect from God will come to pass in Jesus' name. Amen. Number two, we must account for the vision God has committed into our hands on earth. He has committed visions. There is nobody without vision on this earth. Your coming is not accidental discharge. Whether you are born as a bastard, not accidental discharge, or say freeborn, as long as you're alive, God has a purpose for you. If God hadn't a purpose for you, you won't be alive today. That vision you are given to us must be accounted for. Come with me to the book of 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 6 to 12. Reading from verse 6. For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I know my end has come. I have finished the assignment God called me to do. For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand i'm ready to go seven i have fought a good fight gave yourself a wonderful man i have finished my course i have finished the same where i'm born and the fought i fought as based on my communication with heaven excellence i have kept the faith i maintained the vision 100 percent. i kept the faith can you say that about you as a man of god as a bishop as an apostle as a prophet can you say that about yourself? As a pastor, evangelist, or teacher, can you say that? As a church worker, as a member of the body of Christ, can you say that about yourself? Some people, when you tell them, don't said, the Lord, death is coming. Hey, fear will come. Why? They're not prepared. I say, be prepared. Every day, I account for your life. Every second, I account for your life. Eight. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. While alive, he saw the heavenly crown for him, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. I can see that crown the Lord has them for me, and for everyone that believes in him. Do that diligence to come shortly unto me. He was telling people that are supposed to come and visit him from different parts of the world. He said, Come quickly, turn, for Damas has forsaken me, having loved this present world. Some of his pastors have left him back I don't like the way he talks to me. I don't like the way he corrects me. His standard is very high. Doesn't mean I can't go to a party. Doesn't mean I can't visit people I want to visit. They're everywhere in every church. He said this assistant had gone. Pastor had gone. He had left me having loved this present world. They will always be there. Don't leave your city. this church are beginning to go to the area that does not consign you. You have problems. Don't disembark yourself spiritually turn your seat as a passenger allow the pilot to do his work in the bible the first disciples they encountered that so many people deserted them but they stood that's why Christianity is everywhere you need to hold on to your faith so you get to where god is taking you to verse 10 for damas hath forsaken me having loved this present world he has gone back to the world and as departed unto Thessalonica. Servants to Galicia, tied to his to He said, "Only Luke is with me." Elisha had double portion, but in sense and wonders, But his assistance, was interested in things of the world, in properties. He went behind told him, and told a man, or said you should give me back that thing." He rejected. He collected. There are people with you. It's always like that. A minister that's not on the same race with you. What you tell them, sound like Greek words to them. They are just there for what they will grab. If they don't see it, off. They've gone off. They do not understand that you obtain by faith. They think that life is about what we see, what we hear. They think that life is about the might and power. They think that life is about your personal connections. They think they can handle it. But I know scripture said that any river that forgets his source will surely dry up whatever I a man sweet, so it he shall reap he said take Mark and bring him with thee bring Mark with thee verse 11 why will they bring Mark for he is profitable unto me for the ministry Mark is profitable unto me Mark is useful unto me what is the writing of your pastor or prophets about you are you useful unto him? Are you one of those that grieve him? Are you one of those he can trust as a pastor? He can trust as a member? He can trust as a companion? He can trust with responsibilities? He can trust in his mind? Are you one of those that when he sees there and remembers you, he is filled with joy? God, thank you for blessing with these wonderful members and servants. Assistance, thank you. How can you account for your life? If you ask. To prepare for your final exit now. King Hezekiah was asked to prepare for his eternal departure. But he gave account of his life to God. An account that made God revise his decision And to his prophet, Nathan, go back and tell him, I've heard he has accounted very well. And for because he has accounted very well, then he will no longer die. Because life and death are in my power. And the power of my hands. Rather have I given him, elongated his life for 15 years yes can you present can you give an account that will move the hand of god in your favor that is putting god in remembrance you must argue your case because god is a judge he's a judge learn to argue your case Like he said produce your cause before me put me in remembrance of my word learn to put god in remembrance of all father remember you told me in january 2019 that this is my portion be precise this is your word and your words say God is not a man that you should lie on, that you should repent. You told me through your prophet. You told me in my dreams. And I went and met the man of God. He said, This is what you are saying. Oh, God, by his word. God has magnified his word above his name. Mm-hmm. God does not joke with his word because God cannot afford to be called a liar. He cannot afford. And he can never be a liar. Hold him. Put him in the of the world. Remind him what he said about you. He's Isaiah 41 verse 21, He's Isaiah 43 verse 26. Make it a part of this. The way you are praying, bring your strong petition before me. Bring your case before him. Speak to him. You are a lawyer. The son of a judge is a judge too. You're a small judge. You see what your father does. he applies it in your own little knowledge. We operate as junior God because our father is the mighty God. We sense authority. We decree is Establish. Our father is a judge. Chief judge of the whole world nine 8, present issues as son of a judge. Father, your word says, section numbers, subsection 23, verse 19, say, God is not a man that is should lie. Your word says in section Matthew, subsection 7, verse 7, access shall be given. Put him, argue your case as a divine lawyer, and you get what you want. Know who you are in the Lord. Know who you are in the Lord. Stop allowing the devil to belittle you. I a study to show yourself approved unto God. Why does he say you should study? So that you know how to bring your cases before him. As you are studying, we say, it is written. You know how to quote the relevant really sections. Our constitution is the word of God. You know how to quote the divine constitution, kingdom constitution before him. And he said, Yes, my son, you have proved your case. I award this case in your favor. You must know who you are. Hezekiah, prove his case. Apostle Paul gave account of his life while alive. I have fought the good fight of faith. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. He gave account of his life while alive. He gave account of his faithful and faithful assistance. He said, This one is faithful, this one is not faithful. Can your prophet give account of your worship while alive? How do you think he can give that account? What kind of records do you think he can present about you? Prophet Elijah, while alive, gave account of his life before departure. A man alive knew that he was living. He wasn't moved. He knew he had gone well. He was prepared, while alive. He took off. Prophet Elijah had a wonderful account before dying. Even when his son, the king of Israel, King Joel, came and cried beside his lifeless body, my father, my father, behold, the child of Israel and the horseman thereof. His spirit came back to his body a man that had a relationship with God and he had control of his spirit even though he had departed. He, the spirit came back. He said, oh, my son is calling me. Let me go back and attend to him before I go finally. The spirit came back for him to attend to his son, King Joas. He attended to him and then he departed finally. What is your place in the heart of your prophets? Can you account for your relationship with your prophets? We have people, pastors, members. With different relationship with their prophets. That person God has placed the head over you. Both in spirit and death is still your head. Listen to the voice of this man of God, you are seeing him. It's his voice you are rubbishing now. How will come. You will look for this voice. You will not be able to get, connect to him again. Even in death, the bones of Elisha were still active. Raise somebody that was there. Elijah transferred to Elisha. There was nobody Elisha could transfer to. The anointing you honor will promote you. Yes. The, but the anointing you dishonor will demote you. I pray this anointing will never pass you by. Yes. Heaven is a serious race. Yes, say divide divine creation into four. One quarter will manage to make it. The Broadway, world of worldliness. The Broadway. That way, that says It's my life. Nobody can control me. I will leave it anyhow. No, you will not leave it anyhow. You can leave anyhow here, but one day you give account the Broadway to hell and destruction that would I say no it is my mouth I can use it anyhow no 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 you will give account of it I think that God was stupid when he said study to be quiet he said study to be quiet it's not naturally easy to be quiet to be quiet you must make sacrifice you must learn how to be quiet he said study he didn't say read to be quiet he didn't say pray to be quiet he said study to be quiet you can pray for eternity without receiving it Study means making sacrifice. Study means going extra miles. Study means making our time. Study to be quiet. Do you know why? Because this mouth is what will determine whether we make heaven or hell. The mouth, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What you put inside here is what comes out. We determine whether you make heaven or hell. That's why it says, study! Our mouth is ordained to speak words that will glorify God. Words that must exalt him. Words that must reverence him. Words that must honor him and honor man, we are not called to dwell in serpentine tongues. Number three, we must give account of our companionship and communication. <laughs> companionship and communication is a serious thing. First Thessalonians chapter four verse eleven. And are you study to be quiet and to do your own what? Business. Do your own business and to work with your own hands as we commanded you. First Thessalonians chapter five, twenty-two. He said, "I stem from all appearance of what evil." First Corinthians fifteen thirty-three says, "Evil communication corrupts good manners." Yes. We must give account of our companionship or communication. We must learn to zip up our mouths. If the companion you keep is only good at fault finding, mm. drawing to the group of opposition, you are now a politician. You are no longer fit to be in that church because the enemy has simply attached to you. An agent of destruction in the form of human beings. To place you on the broad way to hell and destruction. When all you see this Laugh over in the church. It's about the downfall. Of a fellow brother. Their pains. It simply means you might not. Be in a position to account for your 2020. When your brother is testifying you're angry. When you see good things happen to your brothers and sisters you're angry. But you have the light in talking about their pains. Are you a Christian? Are you a non-believer? In the church, office, home, neighborhood. You have sworn generational enemies. You have sworn never to forgive. In this case when you settle in heaven, Which heaven. You have closed up your mind simply for the Holy Spirit, not for to enter and dwell. That prophet Manago, you're always discussing in bad light, will definitely lead to a statement. And you want that anointing to bless you. No, it doesn't work that way. It's a spiritual thing. For the anointing, you honor will promote you. And the anointing you dishonor will demote you. I pray that anointing will continue to promote in Jesus' name. We must resolve genuinely to close up that doorway of lack, stagnation, failure, and defeat. We are creating for ourselves. That door of procrastination, delay, disappointment, we are creating for ourselves. We must close it. We must use our mouths to glorify the Lord. Honor him. Love and respect fellow human beings in Jesus' name. Maritally, we must account equally. We must not place our families before God. At any slightest excuse, we don't come to church. Sunday is your tithe every week to God. Sunday is your tithes to God. You must not eat that tithe. Six days God worked; Seven days he rested. That seven days is the day you give to him. No matter what happens. You must account for the children the Lord has given to you. You must account. Those are few who do not flog their children. You know, junior, 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 junior. Some people... If you flood their children, their wife will wear trust at that day. Battle. Who are you household to flood their children? Then some men know how to spoil their children. Even when the woman is seeing terrible things happening, saying you as, as their husband to use your fatherly influence on the child. Mm-mm. I love my son. I love my daughters very well. You allowed that they grow like the ochre tree that wants to grow higher than the other. But you forget that an ochre tree can never grow higher than the other. We must be careful. Marital accountability. Mind how you treat your wife, and mind how you, wife, you treat your husband. There must be mutual respect and understanding and love at homes. But these things have always been there. That's why, in the Old Testament, God he refused to use women. It was always male prophets. Thoughts that will affect the ministry. Even when the Lord gave Abraham direction, he didn't tell the wife, he went ahead, and blessings flowed. But when Jesus Christ came, Jesus Christ said, "Okay, let women come in." And women came on board. It's for good, but they said, "Submit to your husbands, women, in obedience." Many women want to be the head. So when they say things, doesn't happen that way. There is problem. So, marital accountability must be taken into consideration. We must account for our faithfulness in marriage, reverence to God in marriage, our punctuality. Will your wife you make you to come late? Or will your husband make you to come late? Pray for more vehicles so that everyone will have access to coming to church. For appointments. Marriages should not stop us from serving God in spirit and truth. Children should not stop us. Our jobs, there shouldn't be fire for supremacy in a family. The man is the head. but being the head does not give you a right to treat your wife as a slave. You must listen to your wife. You must honor her. Don't treat any her because you will give account of how you treat your wife. Some men they are shining, shining their wife will be wearing rags. You will give account of that. Woman, you will account for your submission. Stop making your husband nobody. You don't know yet to that time pushes your husband away. All of us, parties involved, male and female, must look inward and give proper accountability. Your home is your home. Take care of your home. Number four, we must give account of what God has committed into our hands. The Shunammah woman gave account of her relationship with Prophet Elisha. No matter how old, how close you are to a man of God, don't take it for granted always have good heart for that man or god as long as he's journey woman of zarephal gave account of her relationship through her last me for her and her family by placing god first and she was fed for life like i said give me first and she gave elijah first and they were delivered from scarcity for life and i needed a son and god needed a prophet a spiritual negotiation took place and i said give me i will give back to you the seed that departs from your hand does not depart from your life. Although temporarily departed from Hannah's hand, it never departed from her life. God gave back to her five more children. If an position to give, give. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Both Sahana and God came out with a win-win situation. Both parties ended well. This year 2020, we must go for the presence of God only. We must go for his touch. If we are genuinely interested in ending well, his presence would definitely make us anywhere and give us a wonderful accountability at the end of 2020. Bow your heads. We well, have had a message this morning. Wherever you are, number one, if you're not giving your life to Christ, begin to talk to the Lord. For this wonderful opportunity to be his child, that he should accept you, you have decided to follow him. And for those of us who are already born again and was in our chance in we are falling short of his glory. We need to ask for his mercy, if we confess our sins, his faithful and just to forgive our sins and to prefer us from all unrighteousness. As we surrender to him this morning. Father, we thank you, Lord, as we surrender unto you our weaknesses, our shortcomings, our inabilities. We surrender, Lord. We ask for empowerment to overcome this year two thousand twenty. We ask, Lord, that you lead us. You get us through your mercies. That this year 2020, we want to live for you. We want to do those things that will glorify you in our lives. Help us Father. We need your help, Lord. So that at the end of the day there'll be positive accountability in our favor. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. We thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A, Awoni Yelemo Street, Ajao Estate, off International Airport Road, Lagos, or regiaradio.com. For prayer and counseling, please call plus 7445 May God richly bless you.